Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show. Freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And I've got an intense presentation for you. This is intense, and I'm not going to tell you it's not. It's not for the faint heart. Uh, we've all talked about ESG. It's out there. A lot of people have discussed But I've been going through and I've been painstakingly grabbing history, looking at directionality. And, I think, and I've read so much of what people have written and said that I'm telling you, it's coming. Can they do it? I don't know. But I will tell you this. I have divested myself of this system about as much as I can, and I'm going to try even more. So, excuse me, as I think I'm, i am got the sniffles and ready to sneeze. But anyway, the, um, the situation is this. We, if you stay in the bank, you're done. You're done. They're going to grab everything you have, Dodd-Frank 2010. This is why I tell people to use Noble Gold, get your retirement out, get your bank account out and dispersed into precious metals, and Noble Gold can help you. I'll send you a no-obligation information packet digitally. Just go to DaveHodgesGold.com, DaveHodgesGold.com. It's what I do. And I've done it six times, and I just did it again two weeks ago because circumstances change. Hey, listen, I know I'm going to take some hits, but I know I'm not going to be destroyed. And I want to put you in the same position, DaveHodgesGold.com. All right, we're going to go through ESG. And I talked today earlier, and um, I talked about Nick, uh, uh, talk, Nikola Tesla. Yeah, interesting. There was another guy that got cancel cultured. Um, but I talked about uh, Elon Musk and how he has been canceled. He can't go to any of the big meetings, no Bilderberg. I mean, he's the richest man in the world, but he won't bend the knee to ESG. And you need to hear what ESG is, and it's not just affecting large corporations. It's not just affecting large corporations and small businesses. It's affecting large corporations, small businesses, and anybody who breathes on this planet that's human. You will not believe what you are going to hear because they've got the foolproof way to lock you in. I just think they're going so fast that they're going to make a lot of mistakes, and that's what we have to hope for. All right, let's get started. I'll go back to history here. I used the UN logo on the background. I don't know if it took or not. I'll change it later if it didn't, because this is where ESG started. 
And a lot of people think it was Larry Fink and BlackRock. No, 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 no. It was the UN and the World Bank that came up with this. They said, you know, we need to control everything about everybody. And we have the perfect excuse. If you don't do what we say, you're responsible for destroying the planet. Well, you know, I understand if you want to take care of the environment, I understand environmental mitigation. I'd like to see science and models of expected outcomes and multiple regression analyses about what works to from the most to the least. I'd like to see that. I'm not really finding that, but I understand the desire to make the environment more pristine. But a lot of this stuff in ESG, what does social have to do with ESG? What is uh, DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion? What does that have to do with climate? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You can have the most undiverse, unfair society and still really take good care of the environment. This is about control. See, most Americans will get on board with, gee, if we could develop electric cars to the level that we have gasoline cars, they'd be as efficient, as cost-effective, numerous, and easy to charge. A lot of Americans would line up and do this. But right now, we're still playing catch-up. Renewable resources are not ready to take the place yet. And no one could argue that that's not true. That's real true. Biden even said it himself when he ran for president. And he said, we'll have a transition period. Lasted one day. Cancellation of the Keystone Pipeline. Thanks, Biden, for your patience. But nonetheless, folks, this was a U.N. um, world government kind of idea. They want to control everything about you. Okay, and and I and I think it's really important that people start looking at what do we really need to have? I'd like a lot less war or no war. I would like a clean environment. I want clean drinking water. I'd like clean air to breathe. I'm all in favor of that. But I'm not in favor of unelected bureaucrats telling me how to live, which has nothing to do with those other variables. And we need to separate this out. Um, I've been an environmentalist for a long time. I really followed, uh, who's that Stanford professor wrote the book, The Population Bomb? I really thought he was telling the truth. You know, are we near the carrying capacity? That's debatable. All right. 2006, 2014. This is where BlackRock and Larry Fink got involved. This is uh, the plan to bring digital ID CBDC, carbon credit, oh, we're going to get into that in a minute for you, smart cities, 15-minute cities, this is what they want to do. And this is all part of it. They're saying somehow they'll make the planet a better place to live. I'm not buying the digital ID. That's about control. That's about surveillance and tracking has nothing to do with anything beneficial for all of humanity. And you notice I'm not even bringing up that China and Russia and India, two most populated countries in the world, don't have to do any of the things that we're being forced to do. You know, and, and listen, I think everyone should have to be on board, or we have trade sanctions. But anyway, moving on. ESG is incompatible with capitalism. We call it the fourth turning, but we have not transitioned into a workable economy with what they want to do. And you can't find an economist that will tell you that that's not true. And they even admit on the other side of the fence where they're making decisions for the rest of us being the unelected bureaucrats they are, particularly in the EU. I mean, this is really a lot of the source of this. They're telling you 
trust us. We know what's best for you, and we're not going to let you disagree with us anyway. And this all fits together. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Telling me to substitute electric car for gasoline burning, I get that. Using solar and storing up the solar for sunny days to get the cloudy days, I get that. That stuff makes sense. Wind power is yet to prove itself, and that's even from the own industry. we got work to do. They don't last real long. There's not even a 30-year life. They tell you that in their paperwork. Okay, but what I'm saying to you is we're taking control. That's what they're saying. And then we're going to put everything under one banner, and that doesn't work. Uh, It's incompatible with capitalism, and I want to make sure you understand that. In the United States, we haven't transferred to renewable energies. So we've stripped ourselves of a lot of the energy we're using. And our inflation rate, and I'm covering this in a piece following this later tonight, will come out at 1030 Eastern, 730 Pacific. And I go through and I talk about what the inflation rate really is. I've taken the top 20 items and I've I've averaged them together. And it's uh, 28.5. And you say, well, what did you count? Well, I counted things like mortgages, rents, car prices, food, essential food. I went through that whole genre, and it's 28.5. You can't shop in a grocery store and tell me the inflation rate is booming. It's 3.5%. I don't know how anyone could keep a straight face and tell that kind of lie. Um, We right now are destroying our economy because there's no transition, absolutely none. We are rushing probably 20, 30, 40 years ahead. And then they say, well, we don't have that long to make the change. Okay, then give us the data. Show us. Show us. But you can't engage in policies that are going to be where the cure is worse than the illness because we have to be shown this is a need why we got to do it. But here's how we're going to make up for it. We're not doing the this is how we're going to make up for it. All right. The World Economic Forum chose BlackRock with asset management abilities to manage large corporations. And I'm going to give you the numbers again, and you're going to see why I told you these things many times before. BlackRock, through their asset management, controls 70% of the United States gross domestic product. There has never been a corporation in the history of the planet that's had that much power. And then when you add in State Street and Vanguard, they're intertwined, and we've talked about how that is, you know, interlocking boards. One is the major investor for the other. We've t- I'm not going to go into that now in detail, but we've covered that. Those three together, 90% of the U.S. GDP, 90%. So here's how they use this. The World Economic Forum said, BlackRock, this is what you're going to do. You're going to force corporations to get on board. Okay, and if they don't, I get right down here a bunch of notes on how they'll do it. Um, they're going to blackmail people. It's that simple. Just play out economic blackmail. So what BlackRock did in that year, they issued a demand letter to all of the corporations that they did asset management for. And again, remember, the year was what, 2014. Okay, and they issued the order and saying, your ability to get loans and for us to bring you good deals as your asset managers, 
is dependent on something that we're calling an ESG score. And BlackRock started a corporate mentoring program where they bring in key CEOs and, oh, that's good, but I don't like that. You don't have a choice. These are non-negotiable. And they even were told, you will be publicly shamed. Kind of like, you know, in uh, China, you know, with their facial recognition, if you step outside the crosswalk, they put your face up all over. Okay, that, that's going to be a public shaming they want to do. But also, you don't get the good deals, and you're going to be charged a much higher interest rate from the five banks underneath the Federal Reserve. That's just the American, the EU and their central bank and the Bank of International Settlements. And all these central banks around the world that control the big major banks, good luck getting a loan. Good luck if you don't fall into line on ESG. So now does it make sense, ding, 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 why Anheuser-Busch would let Bud Light take such a hit when the public has such a volatile, knee-jerk reaction against what they were promoting with woke policies? And they're saying, I'd rather suffer now then suffer a permanent loss of the ability to get a loan or be directed towards good deals. But also what we're seeing, have you seen now that the UFC, boy, am I disappointed in Dana White, shame on you, but UFC has now said we're taking on Bud Light. Uh, Do you think BlackRock went to some of these people, and we're going to see more of this, and said, you will do this. This will be part of your ESG score. You're going to rescue people who've suffered so much for the rest of us. And that means you can expect deals for Target and all the other people like Disney. Okay, ESG, baby, that's what's coming. Okay, so bad press. uh, Also, too, no government contracts. None. Environment, social, governance. Remember, it's three parts, and we're going to hit all three parts here. And the government will just say... We've got to do what's best. Um, BlackRock and the corporations should be all on the same page here. We need to move in the same direction. We got big goals here. So no, no, no government contracts for you. Central banks will be the enforcement arm, as I said, using their major banks. By the way, I was really surprised about something, too. Um, When they were bringing ESG into the United States, I would have thought I would have just read about the Federal Reserve and their issuing orders downhill. Uh-uh. Do you know it was actually BlackRock? And this is surprising. Bank of America. They kind of jumped out of line and got equal with BlackRock, and they got to make a lot of ESG policies. I thought that was really interesting, and I found that in my research. Um, we have had we had a, a B of A account for years and years and years, and we're slowly bleeding it dry for obvious reasons. Worst customer service I've ever seen. They're so arrogant. I can't even stand to walk in there. But but uh, I don't want the confrontation where we just jerk everything out. We're doing a little here, a little there. Honey, we need to buy this. Yeah, I use the B of A account. We need to bleed that down. Uh, and this just gave me more motivation to do that. All right, now. I want to make sure that you hear this. One-tenth of one percent, and John Coleman, who wrote the book, The Committee of 300, and I was fortunate enough to have some discussions with him and the late talk show host, John Dale, we talked about this, and he said it was coming to this. At that time, it was like 5%, had like 80% of the wealth. Now it's the top one percent, one-tenth of one percent, have more wealth 
than everybody else in our country. And I would assume, I haven't looked at figures for other countries, but I can't imagine it's much different. You're going to see this huge imbalance. By the way, that's a that's a prescription. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time historically for civil war that absolutely is a prescription for civil war take away the future of the youth don't let them ever think they can own or even afford to live in a home uh, they won't have gainful employment and ai is starting to take that over because i just i'm doing a piece later tonight it includes this 500,000 people on strike and the employers don't care because they're going to replace them with ai they want them to quit <laughs> this kind of changes the game and when you rob hope from young people history says things don't end well but they're ready that's another topic for another time. They're accounted for this. All right. So what they want to do is basically control everything about you. And I'm going to walk you through that process now. You will be controlled to such a degree that they will determine themselves, not your effort of being creative, inventive, having a better idea, having great, great, great business sense and growing to a multi-million dollar corporation because of your efforts in your garage. Uh-uh. 
they're going to determine what your standard of living is, what you'll eat, what you'll say, where you live, how many kids you can have. And I wouldn't doubt it. I haven't read this, but the next progression, who you'll marry. And even if they'll allow you to marry. I mean, this is the total control that we're moving towards right now. When they're telling you from the World Economic Forum that educates 10,000 young global leaders that go take over like that crazy prime minister they had in New Zealand, Adern, when they educate these kinds of people and they send them out saying, you're going to eat bugs, do you think they're kidding? Do you really think they don't have a plan to make you do these things? Well, they most certainly do. Stay with me. Okay, now... They can impose ideologies, ESG. In other words, you will believe these things. But wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a Muslim. I don't. I can't believe in it. Doesn't matter. I'm a Christian. Doesn't matter. Um, I just happen to disagree with you. I have different family values. I'm agnostic, but I don't believe what you. Doesn't matter. You will or else. And I'll explain to you at the individual level how, what the or else will mean. Just stay with me because they have the perfect way to control you. Um, this whole idea of the public sector, it's kind of interesting. Their mechanism of control that I'm going to talk about when it gets down to the consumer level, uh, it actually was born out of the pandemic recovery plan for the EU coming out of the lockdowns. And, you know, they paid all this money to keep people going and so forth. And we did the same thing here in this country. Well, actually, their plan for this total control of us at the local level came out of pandemic control. It's kind of interesting how they blended that in. People say, well, does that mean it was a conspiracy from the beginning? I have no idea. I couldn't begin to prove that. I'm just telling you my research has shown me this is where the ideas came from. All right. Um, They will continue to acquire assets and companies and impose their ideologies. Let's go to the EU public sector. Okay. Um, Let's talk about how they'll control large corporations. You're basically going to have two things you have to account for is a large business. And I'm talking the IBMs and and Ford and uh, these huge monolithic corporations. They're going to have to do two things. And this actually has to be in place by the year 2025 with enforcement and major penalties by 2026 if they don't do this. So what they will tell you is, you are going to do these things in ESG that we tell you. And let me get right here to my language because I want to make sure that I uh, get the language. They plan to decouple from resources. We're already seeing that in this country, aren't we? Aren't our economic policies of this country decoupling from what made America great? Unlimited energy. We grew because of energy. We won World War II because of energy, right? Okay. They're decoupling us from energy. That's so they can control the whole thing. And these corporations will be forced to do two things. Number one, they have to chart their carbon friendliness. And that's my made-up term. I forget what the exact term is. I may have it right here. Um, but they want to, uh, yeah, they have to have a sustainability report. And then you'll have your profitability report. You don't stay in business unless you're profitable. What I have read for analysis is really interesting. The sustainability report will cost more to put together than tracking your own profits. And they're not even sure how they're doing it yet right now. They're working on it. They've done three drafts at the EU. And the EU is really where a lot of this stuff is born. And it's connected to the Bank of International Settlements. Surprise, surprise. That's the central bank for all the other central banks. 
and they are working on their fourth draft, I believe. No, it's their third draft. They've done two. They're on their third draft now, and they want to finalize this. What is each corporation going to be responsible for? And what you have to end up doing is you're presenting what your environmental impact is, but that's not it. Okay, environmental impact, a lot of people will say, okay, I'll participate in this if it'll really help. But then they're getting into the social. You must hire in the proportions that we say you must hire. And where these people come from, what their skin color is, what their religion is, no re- you will hire in the proportion of DEI that we say. That's the social. And then the governance. We haven't even got to that yet. But the government will use organizations like the EPA to impose their standards on your sustainability report. And if you have to do all this and you've assigned personnel to do this, you have material and human resources doing this, this is expensive. This takes away from your bottom line. Now, let me ask you a question. When we went into the lockdowns with COVID, who won and who lost? This is not even open for debate. Box stores that were allowed to stay open and operate almost unlimitedly with, except for you must mask, stay six feet apart and so forth and so on. Okay. Except for those restrictions, the movement of goods and services did not change. In fact, it got centralized into the four major box stores. 58% of small businesses went out of business. This is the death blow for small businesses. So if you own a small business, I have a small business, you probably have small businesses. This is our death blow because I don't have the expertise and I don't have the capital and cash to go out and hire someone to do the sophisticated sustainability reports I would be required to do. The big corporations might be able to take the hit but they're going to get more market share because they're going to drive the small businesses out of business. Isn't that exactly what happened in the lockdowns? See, now I do think those two things are related. I cannot prove it in the court of law, but they're following the exact same pattern of just obliterating small business. Okay. Continuing on. (laughs) This is incredible. This plan was devised in April of 2022 and finalized in 23. And like I said, they're working on their third draft to get the details done. 2025 starts enforcement. And like, you've been dinged, you've been warned. And it's kind of like when they do, uh, remember when they've done speed cameras? Remember the traffic fines? You pass a speed camera and they had a transition period. They'd send you a notice. It was a warning. And then, but starting on June 1st, you'll have to pay a big fine for this. That's what they're doing here. 2025, okay? 2024, you have to collect your data. That's what all businesses will do. This is where a lot of small businesses will just give up and quit. 2025 begins the enforcement where you're getting the warnings and so forth. 2026, bam, it's like death blows to people that don't conform. All right. um, (laughs) Okay. Non-compliant big corporations, small businesses won't be able to stand up to a, a, a sanction, trust me. But the big businesses, they'll drive out their competitors. Let's go back to 2008, 2009. I'm telling you, they rehearsed a lot of this crap. 
In 2008-2009, when we had that wonderful economic event caused by the Ponzi scheme called credit swap derivatives, someday maybe I'll come here and I'll do a piece and describe exactly how this happened. But it was the biggest Ponzi scheme in the history of the world. And nobody went to prison. It was just absolutely amazing. And what they did was totally illegal. But they did something else, too. They decided who the winners and Mm-hmm. You see, Sherson Lehman wasn't really on board with the globalist approach. They were a little more loyal to America. They were a little more domestic-centered. And they didn't embrace all this flowery stuff from 2006 when the UN and the World Bank started this process. They got targeted. <laughs> they didn't get a bailout. And do you know who got to determine the bailouts during that time? I've talked about it on my YouTube channel, but I don't think I've done it here on live streams. BlackRock was given the ability to determine who got what money. BlackRock. What are they, the fourth branch of government? Who died and left them in charge of the U.S. government? Dispersal of U.S. taxpayer money, and BlackRock and Larry Fink got to decide. Shearson Lehman, other corporations like them that they didn't like, bye-bye. We're not going to let our competitors stand in our way. You guys are competing with us. Bye-bye, Shearson Lehman. That's what happened. And no one talks about this, but it's so easy to research. Well, I won't say no one. There are some high-level economists. Kiyosaki's talked about this. Sheckman's talked about this. Schiff has talked about this. So there are some that talk about it, but I guarantee it's not being taught at Arizona State University and Economics 390 or in any of their graduate classes. You find this out the hard way when you go to work in the industry. Um, The EU really has taken a tough stance on this. They say that you're going to get one violation and boom, ban you out of existence. (laughs) Oh, but I forgot to mention, they will have a privileged list. Their term, not mine. You're necessary to the maintenance of the system. And if you fall short of some things, we understand because your overall contribution outweighs your negligence. Friends of the system. Does this sound a little bit like how the Democrats do business with their donors? How else does Nancy Pelosi's daughter and the payouts for the pandemic get $5 million for what? I don't remember. Stud, I don't know, she studied toads or something. I don't remember what it was for. How did the NEA, charged with ruining our kids' minds, how'd they get $5 billion? Isn't the same thing? So they're going to have friends of the system that don't have to follow the rules that you as a struggling small business are just trying to keep your head above water to keep your life going. And there are people that just will thumb my nose at you. I can do whatever I want because I'm a friend of the system. Yeah, so much, right? That's what they say, equity. There is equity. See, people confuse the term equity with equality. Equality means that we all have the same chances in the same system. You can't be discriminated against because of your race, your your gender preference, your sexual preference. These are all laws we've written in now. Whether you agree with them or not, we have those laws. 14th Amendment, equal protection under the law for everybody. But they're saying here in this system, people are going to be more equal than others. Continuing on, oh, there's a here you need to learn. And I bet you've never heard it. Tell me if you have. Tell me if you have. (laughs) Double 
materiality. I've never heard the term said. I've never heard it spoken, but I found it in print, and I've never heard the top economists talk about this, but it's in the EU literature. Double materiality. How many have ever heard of this? Anybody? Anybody? I'm just looking here at the board. Anybody? I hope I'm not boring you guys to death here, but double materiality. This is unbelievable. Okay. You will have your own ESG score. So let's say that you've risen from small business, survival of the fittest. You got to the next level and you're a semi-large corporation now. Okay. You'll have your ESG score. I'm going to be completely compliant. By gosh, I don't want to get sanctioned. Okay. But let's go to what they say. There's upstream, and there's downstream. If your corporation buys, let's say, I don't know, tin, copper, whatever it would be, from a company who has a crappy ESG score, that affects you. You can be sanctioned if you don't terminate with them. You will send them a letter and say, I'm sorry, we can't do business with you until your ESG score is in compliance. But now you've got a problem. You have sought out your best deal, right? It's just like the old business model. Let's take three bids and three quality companies and choose the lowest price, right? Well, that's what you're doing. But now your best deal, well, they're not ESG compliant. Now you've got to go to your next best choice so your quality will suffer and your price structure will suffer. But that's not the end of it. Okay, now this is where you want to pull up the chair and pay really close attention. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. This is where it comes to you. Right now I can see maybe some people would disengage, but this is the part that you need to hear. Upstream, I just told you how it is. But here's the deal. You walk in to buy a good and you've got your carbon credit score, and it also relates into your ESG score, but they don't like you very well because you're not the best citizen possible. By the way, they already do this in Shanghai. You get bonus points if you're a, quote, good citizen, but if you do things outside the system, even if it's not bad or illegal, you get a low score, yeah, and then you have trouble getting loans. You may not be able to ride public transportation. That's the Chinese model. Now, let's look at what this model is for you. You walk in there and you say in the grocery store, okay, they still got some meat there. Let me grab the meat. Let me grab a, a half a gallon of milk and some eggs, and then I'll get some of the other crap I know they want me to eat, like the bugs and the lab meat. Now I'm at the checkout counter. Oh, it's all AI. We're sorry, Mr. Hodges. You have used up your quota for meat. You're not eligible to purchase this. And also, we're not going to allow you to have dairy because you actually are using too much carbon. 
Yes, we have monitored your residence and your climate inside your residence is warmer in the winter than we allow. It's 65 degrees. You've been running this at 67. So we are going to penalize you here. And this is where the downstream comes in. This is where they control you. And to the center of it, I'll go back to what I said in the very beginning. Digital ID, CBDC, carbon credits, smart cities, 15-minute cities. All the things that I've talked to you about over the last several months, this is how it all comes into play. Just checking my notes here to see if I've left anything out. By the way, major fines are coming too. Have you ever heard of those uh, environmental fines? The uh, let, Let's say you're a rancher, right? It rains, right? And you get the puddle of water after the rain, which will happen. And they just happen to come on your land coincidentally after it rained, and they look for that. You're in violation of the Rivers Waters Act. You've got to clean this up now, and it better never happen again, or we'll fine you $30,000 a day. You've heard of these kinds of stories, right? And pretty soon you got to sell your land and move off because you try to mitigate it, but the mitigation costs are greater than your ability to do it, particularly ranchers and farmers because they're capital rich and often cash poor. So when we look at this situation here, this has already been practiced. This is already EPA practices right now. So they're going to do that to you. Um, And businesses can only use what they call, though, this is the term, a preferred list. So you to shop to get things that you need, preferred list. You're not on the preferred list, you ain't shopping. Does this sound anything like we've heard somewhere else before? What was that thing? Um, You will not buy or sell, something like that. I'll let you guys fill in the blank. Um, Meanwhile, you're completely controlled, and this is why they control what you can buy, where you will live, who you will marry, and what you can say. And you wonder why I come on here every day and do what I do. I would like to go back to 2012, where I was teaching various levels of psychology, research, and stat classes, where I was a college basketball coach and having fun. It was enjoyable. I would love to go back to this. But our people, I've lived the majority of my life. And I remember my parents telling me this. Because I, I was real concerned about them one day wanting to do something for me. I said, I could do that for myself, Dad. It's okay. No, son, we've basically kind of lived our lives. We want to help you. And um, I understand the feeling now. I didn't quite get it entirely then, but I've had the advantage of lifespan. And I look back on it now, and this is how I'm feeling about the young people, not just in my family, but young people as a whole. We're training them to be slaves. And that's the people that they let survive because they're talking about rationing health care, Bill Gates' statements. I mean, you know, this is not going to end well. And I've told you many times, where are the provisions for the elderly and the handicapped? There aren't any. There are none. So what I'm telling you right now is this is the enemy. Today... 23 Republicans 
voted to retain Rashid Tlaib from censure. Should have been kicked out of the Senate. People crossed the Israeli border and butchered citizens. Oh, some of them were soldiers. Not all of them. I don't care what the conflict is. That action is never justified. And yet we had a U.S. congresswoman lead a breach of the Capitol with these protesters that were extremely well organized. This was planned well in advance of the raid. They had their pre-made signs. They had their sequence speeches. He was there. And there's going to be no J6 commission for these people that violated the territorial integrity of our capital. And she was a leader, and she should have been bounced. Yet 23 Rhino GOP House of Representatives members went along with it. This is why I'm telling you, if we get to the election, if we have any hope to correct this stuff, We've got to rid ourselves of these people. If they'll tolerate Rashid Tlaib doing what she did, then they'll have no trouble enforcing this on you as long as they get a pass. They get insider trading. You get prison. Does that sound like people who are going to care about you and take care of you as we go into these tough times? Do you think they're going to make sure your constitutional rights are protected here from these international unelected bureaucrats? I don't think so. So what I'm telling you right now, then you need to hear me and hear me clearly on this. We have to rid ourselves of the people that are running our government. Now, as adults, the toss them all movements one way, bringing in the Holy Spirit through the power of God and the power of prayer. That's another way that we can do it. Because if we don't do it, there will be a time that history shows this is the pattern that the young people will rise up and it'll be ugly for everybody. And these other people probably are already aware of it. And they probably have their little AI soldiers all ready to deal with it. But I'm telling you, young people start revolutions. And you've heard me say this across the board. I don't want to be involved in a revolution. I don't want to be involved in a civil war. That's me selfishly. And I'm saying, being a man of God, I've got to try to find ways around this that are not violent. But I also remember, too, that Jesus walked to the temple and kicked ass. And I don't want to have to be in that position, but I will do what's called to be done. We cannot allow this to be imposed upon us. And when Tom Emmer says, and I think now you'll get it, oh, I got a bill against CBDC. Yeah, you do. But Fed now that's already in, that you let go through, Five-step process to become CBDC, and this is the centerpiece of all of this. I hope you've gotten something out of this. I know I gave you tremendous detail, and I probably squeezed a three-hour presentation into about 45 minutes, and I apologize for that, but I felt that, okay, this is on tape. You can go back and listen to it. It's a lot of public record. You can go and research it yourself and say, he's telling the truth. And this is what they plan to do. And they're saying, we got to save the planet. Okay, I, I agree with this planet-saving ability. But I don't agree when you tell me things like you don't have freedom of speech. I don't agree when they tell you where you got to live. I don't agree with any of that. I can be just as environmentally compliant where I'm living now as being forced to go to a stack and pack and commercially adapted to real estate functioning homes, and that's what's coming. $45 billion donated by Biden by executive order to do that very thing this last week. 
Everything that we have told you here is coming into play. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that when people are telling you these things are coming, we're reacting to what these people are telling us. And I'm saying when they say that you will have totally open borders, we don't care about your safety, no matter what the Senate says, we don't care. You're just going to take your chances. This is our agenda. You're going to live the way we tell you to live. You're going to do what we say. You're going to shut your mouth, and you're going to do what you're told, and you're not going to complain. When they tell you this is how it's going to be, believe them. Believe them. I'm looking for suggestions. And I hope this is something that you'll share with people. But I will tell you this. I think the second and third time you go back and listen to this or elements of this, you're going to have a holy poop moment because you're going to realize, oh, my gosh, this does all fit together. And I'm seeing elements of it here, there, here. And what I've tried to do tonight was to connect the dots. And I'm sure some of you will look at this and you may even do a better job of connecting the dots than I have. And I certainly welcome that criticism, and I welcome your participation so we can even refine the model. But I think essentially what I've told you is freedom is over. And when Harari of the World Economic Forum said free will is gone and all humans are hackable, believe him. And they're willing to take this to the highest degree possible. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, God bless all of you for taking the time to sit through this. I really appreciate you being here, and I would ask you, please, please share this. Give people an opportunity to hear the truth so they can make informed decisions. I'm prepping food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools. Yes, I'm doing all those things. Will it be enough? I guess we'll find out. But the people that do that will at least have a longer shelf life than those who don't. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget. Check out the thing I've done tonight on strikes. That's coming out at 7.30 uh, local time in Pacific Zone, uh, Eastern, 10.30. Uh, you're not going to believe everything we've been telling you about AI and what's going to happen with the job market. It's all contained right there. It's all coming into play. These people are moving as quickly as they can to enslave you. Arm yourself with knowledge. Arm yourself with the power of the Holy Spirit. And then let's go forward and kick some butt and take our lives back. We at The Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at TheCommonSenseShow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, 
but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.